Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Friday Look Back episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So what, what I'd like to talk about today is something that um, I've had several people ask me questions about recently, and that is the idea around short-term rentals versus long-term rentals. And it's an interesting uh, topic, I think, because um, the two are related, short-term rentals versus long-term rentals. But I think there's some significant advantages to to, to short-term rentals and also some significant um, disadvantages to short-term rentals. So we'll talk about that here uh, today. And, and, you know, I've talked about this, I think, before. I, I know some of my guests have come on and um, they specialize in short-term rentals or they specialize in long-term, uh, either either single-family or multifamily. And I'll preface this by saying, um, like, I, like I do quite often, there is no right or wrong way. So what I'll talk about today is just some of the pros and cons, but ultimately it comes down to individual preference, individual abilities. You know, what are your core competencies? What are you good at? Um, and I think that will help to guide you in terms of which one is maybe better for you between short-term rentals and long-term rentals. So, I, you know, I do hear a lot of people um, say that, hey, you know, I want to get into short-term rentals. They, and short-term rentals are really kind of a new asset class in the real estate world, relatively speaking. And, you know, most of the time people that come to, uh, and ask questions about short-term rentals, it's probably because they've done long-term rentals or maybe they've done other real estate investments and, and things of that nature. But I, I think long-term rentals can be super challenging for a number of reasons. And, you know, we'll talk, on, we'll talk about some of those reasons, but let's, you know, first of all, let's dive into, you know, short-term rentals. And I think what is fundamentally the first question that you need to ask is, what is it that you're looking to do by investing in either a long-term or a short-term uh, rental? In other words, are you trying to achieve financial freedom? Are you trying to achieve time freedom? Or um, is there some combination maybe of, of both of those things that you're looking to achieve? So with that in mind, I'll remind everyone that, you know, I love investing in real estate. It's It's tangible assets that can build wealth it can build passive income and long-term rentals check those boxes very well. So there's nothing wrong with a long-term rental. Um, it can build you wealth. It can build you some passive income over time. So, and this is where your outcome comes, comes into play. What is it you're trying to do? You know, because long-term rentals can be a great vehicle, but they do take time to mature as an investment. I think typically in the long-term space, you're probably thinking, uh, around 10 to 12 years is, you know, about the about the amount of time that it would take for that type of an, of an investment to mature. 
And by mature, I mean, after 10 years, you probably have a significant amount of equity. You probably have built up through rent increases, you know, a decent amount of cash flow in the property. And you are really at that at that point, uh, you know, reaping the full benefits of a long term rental. Now, short term rentals, I think, also check a number of the boxes in terms of an ideal investment. So, you know, short term rentals can also build uh, wealth. They can also generate passive income. Um, you know, in, in terms of lifestyle freedom, I think short term rentals have an advantage uh, in terms of lifestyle freedom. And what I mean by that is, you know, typically your short term rentals are going to be nicer properties located in nicer parts of a city. Uh, maybe it's a uh, maybe it's some sort of a lake house. Maybe it's located near a beach. Those are the types of properties that make for great short-term vacation-style rentals. And that's one of the things that I love about short-term rentals is that it, it really is an automatic increase in your lifestyle because you can then go to a lake house, you can go to a beach house, you can go to a, a really nice downtown, you know, center downtown property and, and use it for your personal use. Um, and that doesn't mean that you are going to exclusively use it for your personal use or that you'll use it throughout the year. But even if you just use it one night, you know, you have automatically increased your own personal lifestyle. And if you if you're doing this with a group of people, if you are uh, have a group of investors, well, it's an advantage for everyone within your within your syndic uh, syndication. You know, anyone can also use one of those properties you know, at some point throughout a given year, you know, just uh, think about that. If you have one of these really nice short-term rentals and you can go visit with friends and family, uh, think about what, what that does to um, your credibility, your lifestyle. Um, and you just don't have that with long-term rentals. I think typically long-term rentals uh, aren't going to be um, the nicer properties. They won't be always be in the nicer areas. You know, it's it's hard to find a beach house that uh, cash flows after expenses, um, just because uh, the upfront price is going to be so high, and even with a significant down payment, um, your your cash on cash return just won't make sense for for the for that type of an investment. And that that kind of leads me into the other thing um, that I really like about short term rentals, and that is that you can invest in higher quality assets. Again, generally speaking, so. You know, short-term rentals will be located in better areas. They will appreciate better uh, for that reason. You know, they may cost a little more, or they may cost quite a bit more, uh, but they'll still they'll still cash flow. Uh, long-term rentals typically uh, don't cash flow when you first uh, purchase them, especially if you're buying them in nicer areas. They're nicer properties, higher higher end properties. You're trying you you know at that point you're trying to find a tenant to rent uh, your property. Um, and a lot of times after expenses and your mortgage payment and taxes and insurance, you know, at, at that price point, you're just not able to pay all the bills. You're not cash flowing in that type of a property. You know, short-term rentals, again, uh, because of the, the nature of a short-term rental, it's a quality asset. It's a, in a quality area. They have better potential for uh, not only cash flow, but appreciation. So I think one of the advantages of a long-term rental is the relative stability of 
market rents. There is there is a there is an advantage I think to long term rentals in that they're they're fairly predictable. Um, you know that over time you're going to have you know three to five percent rent increases, and you can kind of set it and and forget it. Whereas short term rentals, the income will be fairly volatile, uh, depending on the month, uh, depending on the location, uh, depending on the desirability of the area. You know what what city are you investing in? Uh, what are the what are the attractions, the events that are happening within that within that city, within that market? Those things can cause the income from a short-term rental to be volatile. It'll be it could be high one month and, and and somewhat lower the next month. So there is there is something to be said for long-term rentals and the stability that they uh, bring you. And for some people, that's they're fine with that. That's what they want, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think one of the things that's that's overlooked uh, with short-term rentals, though is that you're not competing against long-term rentals. You're not competing against uh, you know, other investors. You're really competing in the hospitality industry where you really need to focus on providing a, a top-notch uh, customer-tenant experience. So you really have to run a short-term rental uh, business as a business. And it starts by understanding who your competition is you're not competing uh, against the majority of other short-term rental owners who are more than likely uh, mom and pop owners. So these types of these types of operators probably bought the least expensive property that they could afford. They uh, provided the minimum amount of renovations that they could afford, and then they also furnished it with the minimum amount of furnishings you know that they could afford and stay within their budget. These aren't the people that you're competing with, and these are the types of owners uh, that likely will be uh, priced out or will be forced out of the market because they they don't understand um, how to run their business. So you have to understand as a short-term rental owner that you are competing against, you know, major hotels um, in your in your market because they're the ones that are going to compete with you on the experience. How well can you deliver? a great experience to your customer well that will determine how successful you are as a short-term rental business owner now as i mentioned short-term rentals you know the revenue can can typically have a wide range so you have to do certain things to operate in the top of the market and again that's a drawback for a lot of people because many people don't want to do those things they don't understand that they have to provide a top-notch customer experience. The people that realize that uh, will be the top operators, and they'll be the ones that survive in this short-term rental uh, market. So if you're not willing to commit to doing whatever is necessary to provide top-notch customer experience, and what I mean by whatever necessary, I'm talking about the types of amenities in a short-term rental that are required that you have to have in order to not only generate great reviews and repeat customers, but to stay ahead of your competition. Those are the types of things that you have to be willing to do. And it could it could be something as simple as the types of linens that you provide, the types of towels uh, that you provide, the type of bedding that you provide. Those are all the details that go into a successful short-term rental business. 
And if you're not willing to do those types of things and focus on those kinds of details, then maybe you know short-term rentals aren't really cut out for for you. And maybe the long-term rental game is more uh, along your lines um, as a real estate investor. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's like I mentioned earlier, everyone has their own competencies and everyone has their own uh, journey that they're trying to accomplish. So there's never a right or wrong. And long-term assets are, are are perfectly fine. They're not bad assets. Most people aren't losing money on them, but it's hard for them to really see gains uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think that's where um, some people struggle with long-term rentals because um, they, like I mentioned earlier, they take a little longer to mature, takes a little longer to build solid cash flow, and it takes a little longer to really uh, realize the uh, appreciation in those properties. And I'm not saying that short-term rentals don't. Short-term rentals will typically also have a, you know, a fairly long um, maturity period. Uh, maybe not quite 10 to 12 years. Maybe you're looking at, um, you know, six or seven years. Um, and, and you really start to see a short-term rental at that point having appreciated and also having produced uh, a significant, you know, cash flow. Now, the advantage, again, that a short-term rental has in terms of a maturing investment is that you can pull different levers to help accelerate that that maturity. And again, this goes back to uh, amenities. Uh, it goes back to what are, what are the the features on the property that you know help it to stand out from the competition. You know, it, it, simple things. You know, covered pati patios, uh, barbecue grills, pools. Um, those are the types of things that attract people and can really accelerate the amount of revenue that a short-term rental can produce for you. Now, on the other hand, those types of things for a long-term rental probably don't really command a whole lot more in rent. I mean, maybe you can, you know, maybe you can price it a, a little bit higher, but, you know, typically those are just, those are just things that are part of the house and um, don't really help to drive, you know, a rent increase. In, in fact, if anything, you know, having a pool in a long-term rental is probably a drawback because, Tenants typically won't take care of the pool. It'll be on you uh, as the as the landlord to take care of the pool, and uh, and and all the maintenance involved with it, cleaning and maintenance. Um, and believe me, from experience, uh, tenants typically won't won't go through the effort and the, the the time and trouble to maintain a pool. So, so I know I've, I've talked you know quite a bit now about what I think some of the benefits are for short term rentals. But I just want to emphasize again that that doesn't mean that they're the end-all, be-all for everybody. And that's what we all have to remember. Just because I like short-term rentals doesn't mean that it's the right um, investment vehicle for you. You really have to start with what is your outcome? What are, are you trying to build? You know, What are your ultimate goals financially? How much money do you have to invest? How lendable are you? And by that, I mean, you know... Uh, how easy is it for you to go to a, a banker and ask for a mortgage? Or do you have a lot of cash and can you go in and buy assets with all cash? These are all things that you have to answer up front and then say, okay, what am I really trying to do? Where am I really trying to go? Here's where I am today and I want to go here. And I, have, I can go there by choosing the right investment vehicle to help get me there. Now, whether it's short-term rentals, or long-term rentals, in either case, you have to buy quality assets. Now, as I mentioned earlier, 
you know, short-term rentals have the advantage that that quality asset, I can use it in the meantime as an owner. I can spend a night in my um, in my beach house, or I can have friends and family over um, at that beach house. So my lifestyle takes an immediate upgrade, even without making any extra money with a short-term rental. I've got properties now that somebody else is paying for, and you know that's it. That's an immediate lifestyle boost, however you want to talk about it. One final thing um, regarding short-term rentals is I don't have to have a huge portfolio of these properties. You can make significant money with 10 properties or fewer. You don't have to have this giant portfolio in order to make really big financial gains and really good passive income along the way. Now, passive income means you have somebody else managing the properties. Um, and I'm assuming because we manage all over, I'm a big believer in having full service management on all of our properties. So you don't always have to manage your properties. The minute that you start managing long-term rentals, multifamily, commercial properties, short-term rentals, doesn't matter. The minute that you start managing those properties, all of a sudden you have a job and it's a full-time job, not a second job, but a full-time job. And short-term rentals um, probably require the most time because you have to put a ton of effort into those. And you got to know, you have to make sure that it's a priority for you. Now that I've kind of gone over some of the advantages, pros and cons um, in this discussion about short-term rental versus long-term rental, you know, if buying and managing a short-term rental business, and again, I want to stress that it's a business because you have to focus on it and you have to run it like a business. If doing that seems like it's too much for you, I am always looking for partners who would like to build wealth passively in real estate and partner on cash flowing short-term rentals. Now, the best way for you to get started, if you want to continue your education or if you want to find out how you can partner on deals, is head over to sastexascapital.com for additional education, download any of our free reports, uh, get onto our newsletter list. Either way, that gets you onto our email list and you'll be the first to know when new investment opportunities become available. I'll end on, on that note. Uh, again, I'll just summarize that short-term rentals, long-term rentals, in essence, it comes down to personal preference. What is your why? What are you trying to build? What is your commitment in terms of time, money, effort? I think short-term rentals are a great way to build wealth, uh, but they do require a little more time. They do require a little more effort because you're running a business and you have to understand that you're in the hospitality business at that point. And you have to understand that you're competing against major hotels and other experiences. So if you can devote the time and resources to really provide a top-notch customer experience, you know, short-term rentals uh, can be pretty, pretty luc lucrative. Long-term rentals, again, not a bad way to build wealth, not a bad way to build passive income. It takes a little bit longer to mature as an investment, but... You know, real estate in general is not a get-rich-quick type of um, investment. It's more about how long are you in the investment more so than how quickly. So long-term uh, rentals can also act as a great investment vehicle. Um, maybe not not uh, quite the amount of uh, time and effort in terms of running them on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you find a good property manager that can handle uh, a lot of the day-to-day -day activities, 
it really becomes a, a more passive type of investment. It won't be as lucrative, at least in the short term, um, as, as perhaps a short-term rental uh, can be. So again, uh, I appreciate you joining us. Um, we hope this has been valuable for you and uh, worth your time. Um, it's always fun talking about these topics, and I appreciate it when people um, uh, send me questions. So if you have any questions that you want to have answered, uh, send them to me at simon at sastexascapital.com. And if you got any value out of the show, I'd love to hear from you. Share the show with someone you know, maybe someone else out there who is in the short-term rental space wanting to learn more. This is a great way for them to get started and get educated. And so we always appreciate those things. Uh, do help us. If you have more than 30 seconds, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And I'll leave you with one final challenge, and that is uh, as, ask yourself at the end of um, this episode, uh, what are you trying to build with your life today? So that's my final challenge to you. That's my final question to you. Thanks again for listening uh, to this Friday Look Back episode. We'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter podcast the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, how anyone can invest in apartment buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.